Hello, and welcome to Human Is My Label. This is your host, Emily Purry. I am a wife, a mother, a daughter, a sibling, and a former athlete. I work full time. I am the founder of Rapid, a nonprofit organization, and I'm legally blind. I am so excited about opening the conversation about everything equity. We will primarily be talking about disability, as that is my lived experience, and it is often the minority left out of the equity conversation. I am passionate about equity for all identities, as I have family members from the communities of color, LGBTQIA, disabilities, and we span all ages. It is my goal to normalize these conversations, get people comfortable with the uncomfortable, and include everyone. After all, we are all human. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Human is My Label. This is your host, Emily Purry, and I am really excited to be here today, this fine Wednesday. You might be asking, why today? Why is today so much different? Well, I have a very exciting announcement on behalf of Rapid. And so... RAPID, for those of you who don't know, is the nonprofit that I started, and it stands for Rehabilitation and Athletic Performance Intersecting Disability. Yes, thank goodness, it's a good acronym. But um, RAPID is my baby. RAPID is my ultimate passion. Um, along with diversity, equity, and inclusion work, hence why I do both. But uh, RAPID came to me. Uh, you can definitely refer to episode... And it came to me, as the episode refers to, in July of 2009, which is when I encountered a gigantic injury that completely changed my life. So on top of my vision disability, I then had a mobility injury for about five years. Um, I went in and out of surgeries, etc., etc. Again, refer back to that episode. And so, from that extremely unfortunate accident, um, and so fortunate, I had this vision of Rapid. And so, ever since then, I've been thinking about it, you know, working on it here and there, and then in 2018, after I was married and had my kids and had all the other things in life happen, I said, you know what, I know that this is why I was put on, on this planet. I know Rapid is the reason that I'm legally blind. Rapid is the reason that I fell in that hole. And so I said, you know, this is not going to go away. And if I don't do it, I know that I will regret it the rest of my life. And so here we are, 2021, and Rapid is a 501c3 nonprofit. And our mission is to help people with disabilities and veterans with disabilities accept, embrace, and thrive in their lives. And the ultimate end goal, and as 2020 has taught us, our flexible vision is what we're calling it now, is to start building our facility in 2023 and what that means is it could be acquiring the land it could be um, remodeling a current existing um, building or structure or completely starting to build from scratch and so 2023 is our kind of our, our, our
our go time, if you will. And so if you have 17 to 23 acres out there that you're dying to donate to a nonprofit, hit us up, rapidorgan.org. <laughs> and in the meantime, we're looking to connect with our community. We're looking to provide programs that serve people and veterans with disabilities. And 2020 has completely made us the most adaptable and flexible organization on the planet, considering this is our first year of operation, and that's what we were thrown at. So initially, we wanted to start with our retreats, and we're hoping to get back to those in 2021. Obviously, COVID in-person retreats were not going to happen. So we then shifted our program priorities and started looking at our other programs. And then we stopped for a moment, and we said, how are we going to be able to engage in our community safely? Um, and stay relevant regardless of what COVID does, whether it comes back, whether it goes away, if it never goes away, but how are we going to be able to engage in our community while we start uh, gaining traction on this facility, while we start um, being able to put these retreats together. So that brings me to today's, today's episode. We are extremely excited to announce the development and the launch of our Rapid Health app. And so when you think about, if you are able-bodied, you know, going to YouTube and looking at workouts, looking at nutrition advice, looking at, you know, meditation, I guarantee you have a very wide selection of folks Um, or videos that you can follow and watch and engage in wellness activities, especially in COVID. Well, that is not the case with people with disabilities. That is not, we do not have the variety and many of the, you know, platforms out there, we have to adapt to ourselves. We are adapt ourselves instead of, you know, something actually being tailored and made for us. So, we are excited and we are looking for a good name so if we have any creative listeners out there um you know something that is you know our tagline is accept embrace and thrive we thought about thrive but there is a lot of thrive type um, applications out there whether it's software computer programming or you know but we love thrive especially since it's part of our tagline but we would love something catchy, something fun. So if you have any suggestions, please drop us a note. Um, But in the meantime, we are looking for quite a few things, actually. Um, We're looking for providers of fitness and wellness services. So this could be um, nutrition tips for folks in wheelchairs. This could be, um, you know, workouts for that are, you know, voice described so well that it's perfect for a person with a uh, vision disability or vision impairment. We're looking for, you know, meditation, looking for yoga that's accessible. We're looking for um, workouts that could be categorized. So this workout does not have to be perfect for every disability because there's no such thing, but it would be great for visual impairment. It would be great for mobility. It'd be great for an amputee. And so we can categorize those videos, these, these resources to fit different disabilities. So when I log in as a visually impaired person, I will, it will already be in my profile to pull up um, visual impairment uh, type accessible videos first. It doesn't mean that's the only thing I can watch or, or engage in, but it does mean that that's going to be at the top of my, you know, uh, selections, if you will. 
And then from there, you can look at other videos. So if you don't have what you want in your category, we can expand down and you can say, well, let me see if this person is able to voice describe what they're doing well enough for me as a visually impaired person to follow along. So there's going to be a lot of different avenues for folks here. And so we're looking for providers. I want to take a step back. Why did we decide an app? Why was this something very important to Rapid? And not only is the access to um, uh, services and knowledge and videos and health related content hard to find and it's accessible for those who need accessibility accommodations but the other component of this is the community um, this is where the podcast is not going to be so upbeat but uh, people with disabilities experience a lot of isolation and there's a lot of reasons for that you know access to other like physical access to spaces for instance if you have a friend in an apartment building next door but that apartment building is not accessible then the friend always has to come over to your place and maybe you want to go over to their place maybe you want to go out to a bar maybe you want to go out to a restaurant obviously covid pending um, but when you look at those options it always has to be accessible for people with disabilities um, physically accessible so there's that piece then there's the isolation around uh, making friends making friends that don't think you're weird making friends that can um, learn who you are understand how you interpret the world and continue to act quote-unquote normal so building friendships is hard for people with disabilities and that's not because of the people with disabilities you know it's not because of us it's because of the stigma and the lack of awareness around disability and so people feel awkward this is what I talk about in my podcast all the time around disability people feel awkward around me if I'm not looking them dead center in the eye they think I'm rude or I'm distracted or I you know then they are distracted and so then it becomes this weird thing another thing with the isolation like if I want to go out with a friend from across town I have to either ask them to come get me especially in COVID I have to take an Uber or you know ride mass transit which right now I'm not down with I, I don't want to get on mass transit I know that's privilege of mine that I have that choice or that that say in whether I get to or not and and so I'm very aware of that but so then it, again the friend or the person always has to come over and get me or you know I take an uber or a lyft but it always puts the burden if you will of transportation on the friend so I mean I used to try and hang out with new friends or make new friends and um, this was back before uber when I was you know single and in the club scene and a group of girls were going out and they're like yeah meet us over and uh, off of 99 and I didn't know how to get there I didn't want to ask them I'd never hung out with them for a ride again before uber and Lyft so I couldn't get there unless I took the bus in the dark in the middle of the night and so it was it's really hard to make friends when you have to tell them to come pick you up I mean that's just yeah 
Hello everyone, I am so excited to introduce to all of you Tim Salen, the sponsor of our podcast today. And Tim is with Remax Equity Group, and man, he's different than all the thousands of agents you probably already know. When you're looking to buy or sell a home, and you want somebody who cares, you want somebody who is patient, you want somebody who gives great advice, and you want somebody who is going to get you what you need, you need to call Tim. Hello everyone, this is Emily, and I wanted to take a moment to talk about insurance. How many of you out there do not like dealing with insurance? I was one of those, and when I met Shelly Montevice from Country Financial, that all changed. I didn't understand insurance, I didn't understand what I needed, what I wanted, and why it was so expensive. Well, Shelly took the time. I am working with her on my business insurance for both Rapid and Prairie Consultants, and she helps me make sense of it. She helps me understand what I'm getting, why I'm getting it, and how to make it more affordable. So, if you have always thought that insurance is a racket, you need to reach out to Shelly Montevice at Country Financial, and you can find her contact information in the show notes below. So, the isolation people experience. So, on this app that we're launching, there's a community aspect to this. Um, and it's not just community as far as being able to connect, but to share the healthy habits that you're creating with other folks who are experiencing similar situations to share your experiences of healthy ways of coping um, to share with peers um, the frustrations that we go through the, the the barriers that do exist for folks with disabilities and have a place where you don't get the pity you don't get the oh my gosh I'm so so sorry I wish da, 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 what can I do which is I know I know able-bodied folks that's I know it's the only thing you can say and sometimes I don't want the pity I just want to be able to access the same things everybody else does and until the stigma until the you know I conquer the world of educating folks <laughs> it's gonna exist and so um, this is a space that allows people with disabilities to connect on that level without pity, without sorrow, without any of that BS, but it just allows them to be together and find community in healthy ways. Um, along with the isolation, you know, a lot of times if we can join a group, if it's accessible or somebody's willing to come pick us up, it could, you know, everybody wants to belong and it could be a very unhealthy relationship it can be an unhealthy habit as far as if they're always going drinking or always you know whatever there's community around health for folks you know community running groups etc that without you know having those opportunities for us to connect in those spaces um, it's very difficult and so creating not only friendships and, and connections but healthy relationships and connections and opportunities for activity so we have the workouts piece where we'll have videos and instruction for folks with um, all different kinds of impairments and then we also have the piece of community being able to connect and share your story and encourage each other and uplift each other and say hey I found another awesome video here it is here's the link and be able to share it with the community so we can grow and we can become healthier and that I know that if I get on that app I'm gonna find something 
for visual impairment. I'm going to find something for an amputee. I'm going to find something. And obviously, all this has to grow with time. So we're not going to be able to launch it and be perfect out the gate. But we are really hoping to get the community together and get involved. And then the other piece of this, you know, we've talked about the, the phase one of all this. And then we've talked about the, the phase 100 of this. And so, Liza, as I said, we're working on it. And we are fortunate to be able to be working with Alchemy Code Labs here in Portland. And so we have students that are rolling out of uh, classes and they're able to volunteer um, their time. And there's another group that's not, they're out of, of school a year and a half, two years, and they're volunteering their time and putting their time into projects that are going to make a difference. And so we're partnering with the students so that they have, they fill that gap between school and having another job. And we're going to be able to provide references and referrals and whatever they need so that they have some success. And there isn't a gap. They went straight from school to a volunteer project that's legitimate and is going to serve the community and they're working hard to do it. And then they get their first job and hopefully they can stay with us. Um, but so we've brought in the coding students. So they're working already on this app. And so we're taking it from zero to 60 and in, in the next year. And we're really excited about it. So um, the kind of third component we're focusing on is resources. And so altogether, this app is a huge resource for people with disabilities. So that's that's just the point. But um, when we look at accessible facilities, like in your area, so starting uh, from the Portland metro area, but going out to the rural areas and saying, hey, accessible facilities, facilities that are good about training their staff, the facilities that, you know, really think about the customer who has a disability, Hey, check them out. They're out in your area. They're out in rural areas. So bringing some of those resources together for folks that are in more rural areas that can connect that way. And that's the big piece about, you know, being in the big city, you can find more things. But if you're out in rural areas, it's harder to find. And so that's the resource piece. And so we'll grow that resource base as we grow, of course, and really be able to engage with our consumers as well as, you know, potential facilities that are accessible. And then with providers that are providing this, these, these videos and these tidbits of articles and, um, and, and health information for people specifically with disabilities. So that's the app. We are so excited to be able to bring it to our disability community and really offer something that doesn't really exist. Um, there's a few apps out there that we have looked into, but there's there's just a gap between you know the able-bodied population health apps and then what these um, you know disability-specific apps offer. And so there aren't many options. I could download them all on my phone in five minutes. And so we want to fill some of those gaps and work with our communities. So some big asks from all of you. Um, number one, providers reach out. We're going to start getting videos and approving videos to be on the testing platform for the folks we're working with. If you're a person with a disability and you're interested in being part of the development of this, we are desperately, not desperately, we are looking and accepting people who are interested in talking. First, we're just in this interview phase of what you need. 
um, in an app what is what you don't like about current apps so just an interview phase and then testing so down the road in about a month we'll be having people start testing some of the very very basics um, obviously this app is very very focused on accessibility <laughs> because many of us experience apps in different ways and many apps are not accessible and nobody is not not nobody many people are not thinking about accessibility in the development of apps and it's very frustrating for those of us who need to use accessibility on the on the app platform so um, we're working hard and we're going to need people to test and to interview and to help us out there so if you're a person with disability um, reach out we do not currently have the funding for compensation however that is my next ask um, as all of you know I am passionate about equity and when it comes to providing the lived experience and tapping into that of those of minority or oppressed or disadvantaged communities we definitely want to compensate our testers because that knowledge is invaluable and so that brings me to my last ask all of you out there who have the resources to help us out um, you can go to our website www.rapidoregon.org and you can click on the services drop down and there's the rapid health app and so click there and donate we need all of your support to make this happen we are looking for corporate sponsors who are interested in sponsoring a project like this we're looking for individual donors and yes every single donation matters every single donation counts we are waiting on our GoFundMe to get started but when that does we would love for you to share it and any other financial support uh, that we can possibly gather for this project in order to not only provide a potential stipend for those developers working on this app around the clock as their second job that they're not currently getting paid for to get our participants paid for doing this testing um, and then also to cover the costs of the app the development of the app the platforms that we have to um, engage in in order to build this thing um, and so if there's companies out there listening please let us know if you are willing to pitch in for this especially around the equity piece I am I, I can't say it enough to get these testers and these interviewers paid for their time and their amazing valuable valuable experience would mean the world to me and so yeah and then finally the creatives if you got any awesome app names please please reach out we are looking for a creative app name that um, will catch people's attention and be fun and 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 amazing so thank you so much for listening today it was a, a I'm just so excited to launch this app and to get talking to our community and the best part that I didn't mention is that we are regardless of you know this app COVID 
it all integrates into our programs. So at the rapid retreats, folks will be engaging in this app in order to um, access services or maybe some of their materials or, you know, there's so many ways to take some surveys, etc. So this app will be multidimensional with throughout all of our programs. Um, our inclusive recreation, you know, we are helping facilities become more accessible for the community. And so if you know you want to get on this app, you're going to be able to engage with us to become more accessible. And what does that look like? Organizational and staff training and policy program reviews. And so we want to make sure and integrate that into this app. Um, and then just the resources and you know, our eventually, this won't be it right away, our rapid retail site will be on the app so you can shop for equipment and um, for your health and wellness needs at home. And so eventually this will all tie into our programs and we're really excited. And then once we have our facility, again, it's just going to be another way to communicate. It's going to be another way for, you know, alumni participants to leave our facility and still be able to connect with their community that they had at the facility. So again, we're, I can't say it enough. <laughs> we're really excited about it and we need all of you. So please reach out. Um, you, if you're a corporate or a donor, you can go to our website, rapidorgan.org. And then if you need to reach out via email, info, I-N-F-O, at rapidoregon.org, and just let us know what you're looking to support, how we can help you get there. Um, you can donate anywhere on our webpage, and it will get to this project. This is our number one priority, um, as we, our community is ready and waiting for something like this. So... I will put all the details in the show notes. Thank you so very much for listening today. And check us out, www.rapidorgan.org. And have a great Wednesday. Thank you so much for joining me here today at Human Is My Label. Don't forget to subscribe, share this with your friends, families, and coworkers. Get out there, get comfortable with the uncomfortable, include everyone, and push yourself to be better every day. If you're interested in coaching or corporate training or learning more about RAPID, visit us at rapidorgan.org. That's R-A-P-I-D-O-R-E-G-O-N.org. You can find me at emily.curry on Instagram and all my other social handles are below. Have a great day and can't wait to see you next week.